If you see this coming, you better run. Meet the world's most advanced and proven attack helicopter, the AH-64 Apache. Dubbed the flying tank, it has racked up a staggering 1.3 million combat hours, even becoming the first gunship in the history of warfare to have enemy combatants surrender to it. Despite being introduced in 1984, the Apache maintains its reputation as the cornerstone of the modern US military, from Operation Desert Storm until today. But can it maintain its edge in a world that is quickly advancing with drones, missiles, and competitors? Join us as we explore the past, present, and future of the world's most cunning attack helicopter. The Vietnam conflict demonstrated the importance of dedicated close air support platforms and led directly to the development of aircraft such as the Air Force's A-10 Thunderbolt, aka Warthog, and the Marines' AV-8 Harrier. Following this trend, the Army wanted an aircraft which was better than the AH-1 Cobra in firepower, range, and performance. As a result, the Advanced Attack Helicopter, or AAH, program was initiated. A competition ensued, which came down to two finalists, Bell's Model 409, or YAH-63, and the YAH-64 built by Hughes. Both prototypes first flew in 1975. The YAH-64 was selected as the winner mainly due to its more damage-tolerant four-blade main rotor and more stable conventional or tail-dragger landing gear arrangement. After extensive testing with advanced sensors and weapon systems such as the Hellfire missile, the AH-64 was named Apache in 1981 and began full-scale production in 1982. In 1983, the first production example rolled off the assembly line and into history at the Hughes facility in Mesa, Arizona. Hughes was acquired by McDonnell Douglas in 1984, and in 1997 McDonnell Douglas merged with Boeing. The initial variant of the Apache was the AH-64A, and after a proposed B model in 1988, further ambitious upgrades were added to the new variant which became the AH-64D Longbow. The Longbow introduced advanced avionics and several other improvements, with the first Longbow prototype flying in 1992. The improvements made by the longbow cannot be understated. During testing, six longbows were pitted against a larger force of AH-64As. These trials demonstrated that the longbow had a fourfold increase in lethality and a sevenfold increase in survivability as compared to the AH-64A. The Apache was already a game changer. The longbow variant took things to the next level. The first production longbow was delivered in 1997. Further improvements led to the E model, also known as the AH-64E Guardian. The Guardian features improved digital connectivity, more powerful T700GE701D engines, the Joint Tactical Information Distribution System, and the ability to control UAVs. More on that later. To date, over 2,400 examples of the Apache have been built, making it one of the most numerous and successful attack helicopters in history. Along with the U.S. Army, the Apache is operated by several allied nations including the U.K., Japan, Israel, India, the Netherlands, South Korea, and Taiwan. Let's take a deeper dive into the specifications and armament of this revolutionary platform. Overall length, 58 feet 2 inches. Fuselage length, 49 feet 5 inches. Height, 12 feet 8 inches. Main rotor diameter, 48 feet. 
Empty weight, 11,387 pounds. Maximum takeoff weight, 23,000 pounds. Engines, two General Electric T700 GE701Ds, each producing 2,000 shaft horsepower. Cruise speed, 143 knots. Maximum speed, 158 knots. Range, 257 nautical miles with longbow radar mast. Combat range, 260 nautical miles. Service ceiling, 20,000 feet. The Apache is armed with a 30mm M230 chain gun and carries 1,200 rounds. The chain gun design operates with an electric motor which powers a chain that rotates to slide the bolt assembly back and forth to load, fire, extract, and eject cartridges. This differs from ordinary machine guns which make use of the exhaust gases from spent cartridges to move the bolt and chamber a new cartridge. The gun is controlled by a computer, which in turn controls the hydraulics that move the gun side to side or up and down. The cartridges are stored in a magazine above the gun and travel down a feed chute into the chamber and can fire about 600 rounds a minute. The high explosive rounds are designed to pierce light armor. Along with the gun, there are four pylon stations underneath the stub wings. Longbows also add an additional station on each wingtip for AIM-92 Stinger twin missile packs. Pylon weapon options include 70mm air-to-ground rockets or air-to-ground AGM-114 Hellfire missiles. You could make the case that the main weapon deployed by the Apache is the Hellfire missile. The initial versions of the Hellfire missile use the laser-guided system where the Apache gunner would aim a laser beam at the target and the missile seeker would detect and guide itself towards the laser light reflecting off of the target. While this was very accurate, there were limitations to this system. For example, the targeting laser beam could be disrupted by cloud cover, fog, or obstacles. Along with these constraints, Apache crews had to get the laser on the target until impact, which made the Apache vulnerable to return fire during the missile's flight. The newer versions of the AGM-114, dubbed Hellfire 2, use an onboard radar system and work with the Longbow sensor suite. The Hellfire 2s provide two important advantages to the Apache. Radio waves are not affected by clouds, and once a lock has been achieved, the missile is essentially fire and forget, meaning the Apache can seek cover or engage another target once the missile is launched. The Apache crew compartment is divided into two sections which are placed in tandem. The pilot occupies the rear seat, while the co-pilot slash gunner sits in the front seat. As would be expected, the pilot flies and maneuvers the aircraft, while the gunner targets and operates the weapons. However, both crew members can fly and operate the weapon systems independently, which allow for redundancy. Like all other helicopters, the Apache makes use of a cyclic and collective control layout, which utilizes a mechanical hydraulic system. Along with this, the Apache incorporates a digital stabilization system that provides fine-tuning and optimization of the hydraulic system. This keeps the Apache flying smoothly and allows it to perform maneuvers not previously possible by earlier attack helicopters. One of the things that sets the Apache apart from almost any other helicopter platform is its advanced sensor suite. The Longbow Apaches use their sensors to detect any objects in range, identify and then classify them. This is done by making use of the AN-APG-78 Longbow Fire Control Radar or FCR. The APG-78 Longbow is a millimeter wave fire control radar system which is produced by Longbow LLC, a joint venture of Lockheed Martin and Northrop Grumman. Combat proven, the Longbow provides Apache air crews with target detection, location, classification, 
and prioritization, along with automatic and rapid multi-target engagement. As a result, when the Longbow FCR is integrated with the Longbow Hellfire 2 missile, the Apache's lethality is enhanced fourfold. A Longbow Apache can simultaneously locate up to 256 targets within 30 miles. Furthermore, Apaches are also equipped with the Ground Fire Acquisition System, or GFAS, which detects and targets ground-based weapons fire by using two sensor pods and a thermographic camera that precisely locates muzzle flashes. As part of the Pentagon's rebalancing to the Pacific Theater, Apaches have added additional avionics and sensor improvements, including an extended range radar for improved maritime targeting. Link 16 data links have also been added to enhance communication with allied units. Apaches also mount forward-looking infrared or FLIR sensors, a standard video camera, and a telescope that is used in day operations. The pilot and co-pilot are equipped with a monocular sensor, which fits over their right eye. This device tracks the movements of the helmet and relays that information to the sensors, allowing the pilots to aim the sensors simply by moving his or her head. The sensors can also of course be manually aimed as well. The Apache's main form of defense is by staying out of range. This is accomplished by making use of terrain or obstacles and by flying extremely low to the ground. Additionally, the Apache's design implements several features to mask its infrared signature. Along with specially designed engine exhaust ports, the black hole infrared suppression system dissipates exhaust heat by mixing the exhaust gases with cold air from the rotors, thereby reducing its IR signature. When it comes to electronic warfare, should the pilots detect hostile radar emissions, the Apache has onboard jamming equipment that can counter enemy radar. Along with this radar jamming equipment, the Apache also carries infrared jammers that further confuse IR-guided missiles. Still, given its proximity to the ground and enemy forces, the Apache is bound to take fire at some point. Flying Tank is not just a nickname for this helicopter. The Apache is heavily armored along all sides, including bulletproof glass on the canopy. The entire airframe can withstand direct hits from 12.7mm rounds, and the critical engine components along with the rotors can survive 23mm hits. The cockpit is reinforced to survive a hard landing and deforms upon impact to transfer energy away from the crew members in a crash. To improve protection, each crew member's cockpit is sealed off from the other ones. The Apache includes some 2,500 pounds of armor protection. When it comes to implementing the AH-64 in the modern battle space, there are essentially five tenets of Apache operations. Number one, initiative. The Apache is, of course, an offensive weapon system, providing commanders the means to deliver mass firepower rapidly and accurately, thereby disorganizing enemy forces while allowing allied forces to gain or maintain the initiative. To succeed at this, Apache units are integrated into the ground commander's scheme of maneuver. Number two, depth. Because of its maneuverability and speed, AH-64s can attack enemy forces anywhere on the battlefield. This provides commanders with the ability to use the entire battlefield to strike the enemy and prevent them from concentrating their forces. The Apache's ability to quickly amass combat power at designated points in the battle area provide commanders with options to influence a battle at a depth that would otherwise be beyond reach. Number three, agility. While terrain provides cover and concealment for armor and infantry, it also confers these advantages to the Apache. However, unlike its ground-based counterparts, it is not a limiting factor to the Apache's mobility. 
Because of this, Apaches can use terrain to conceal their approaches to targets and attack at enemy's flanks and rear while allowing friendly ground forces to maneuver into position for a decisive attack. Number 4. Synchronization As impressive as the Apache is, in order to maximize its success, it needs to fight as an integrated member of a combined arms team. By conducting combined attacks, the Apache's firepower is enhanced and survivability is increased as the enemy can no longer concentrate on defeating a single weapons platform, but rather is attacked throughout its depth with a variety of weapons. Number 5. Versatility In modern warfare, the tempo of battle is rapid, and while the Apache's main mission is attack, sometimes changing conditions will prompt Apaches to also perform reconnaissance or security operations. The ability of AH-64 units to transition smoothly and rapidly to changing mission types is a direct reflection of the well-trained and well-led pilots, maintainers, and ground crews who make the Apache a dominant force on the modern battlefield. Having been in service since 1984, many things have changed. But one thing that hasn't, the Apache's reputation for being the world's most advanced and proven attack helicopter. But can the Apache hold on to that edge into the future? The latest model, the AH-64E Guardian, is planned to be in production until at least 2028, with Boeing and the US Army continuing to invest in new technologies. By making use of solutions such as modular open systems architecture capabilities, the Apache will allow itself to serve as a centerpiece in the multi-domain operations or MDO battlefields for decades to come. One example is the use of man-unmanned teaming or MUM-T technology. To this end, the Apache E Guardian is already a drone controller, greatly enhancing its effective reach and crew safety. Using drones such as the RQ-7 Shadow as a forward scout, before a unit even deploys out of their forward arming refueling point or FARP, they can bring up their drone feed, look through its sensors, and see potential targets they will be attacking up to 60 miles away. This allows for remote monitoring of the target and making in route adjustments as needed, greatly increasing situational awareness and lethality, while not putting the Apache and its crew at risk. Given these factors, the Apache is projected to serve as the primary attack helicopter for the US Army and its allies well into the 2060s. Armed with its advanced sensors and weapons, the Apache provides close combat attack, reconnaissance, and security missions for the Army. The pride of Army aviation, the Apache continues the long and heroic tradition that is Air Cav, along with the brave men and women who operate these machines that have saved countless Allied lives. The AH-64 Apache is indeed a flying tank and a dominant force on the battlefield. Flown by warriors who put their lives on the line for others every day.